Well, this might be the best time to tell you about Fenway Park since the Boston Red Sox just clinched a playoff berth by beating the New York Yankees last night. I got to start off and let you know that I'm a big fan of all wonderful, amazing teams. That doesn't mean I love all professional sports and all professional sports teams, but when it comes to the Yankees, I'm from New York. I love the Yankees. But when I took a trip to Boston this last time, it was my third time through Boston. I went there through it for uh, just a drive many, many years ago and then uh, spent about a day there just a couple years ago. And then this last, uh, about two weeks ago, spent about five days there. And so I've, uh, I've come to appreciate the Red Sox and especially Fenway Park. Let me tell you why. A couple Fridays ago, my brothers-in-law, nephew, myself, we were in Boston enjoying a bunch of adventures. And on a Friday, we had set up some time, actually, I think it was the night before, we were fortunate enough to book some tickets for a tour of Fenway Park. And with COVID, there's timed entrances and and you have to, there's a lot of uh, hoops to jump through. And so we, we bought, bought our tickets the night before and paid about $20 a ticket to be able to take a tour of Fenway Park. We were all intrigued because, as you may know, Fenway Park is one of the oldest parks, ballparks in the nation, uh, right up there with Wrigley Field, and has a lot of history, whether it be baseball or, or American uh, just patriotism and such. So it was really fascinating to be able to have this opportunity to take a tour. We went uh, during about the middle of the day on Friday, just about six, seven hours before the game against the Yankees was supposed to start. They were playing a three-day series against the Yankees in Boston. And so taking this tour, we showed up uh, by Uber because we didn't want to have to worry about parking. And parking was totally fine at that time of the day, but they were starting to make preparations for the, the night game. We went on the street just east of the uh, Fenway Park. And that street, I forgot the name right off, but there's a huge, there's several stores, but one large store that has anything from Red Sox hats to shirts to jerseys, uh, whatever you want Red Sox related, it's there in a massive store. And it's probably the best time to buy it because there's hardly anyone there five, six hours before the game. We got a chance to look up at all the pennants. The World Series won by the Red Sox over the last 100 plus years. That was really cool. I took some pictures of that. And then we waited. The wait was probably, the, the yeah, it wasn't too long a wait, but it was probably about 15, 20 minutes to be able to get through security to begin the actual tour. Even though we arrived on time, there was still this 15, 20 minute wait of getting through security. And even if you get through security before everyone else, you still wait on the inside of the park while everyone else is clearing security. Once that's done, you usually have one guide. At least we had one guide for about 35 to 40 people and maybe even more. It was a pretty large group. And we went through and, and of course, you know, there's times where you can hear your guide or your docent and other times you're not able to. Uh, the lady that took us through has obviously been with the organization for many, many years and she knew her stuff. She told us about the seats, these green seats that are 87 years old. She told us how they've been there for many, many years and seen many things over the time. We actually got a chance to sit in some of these seats as she told us more about the, the stadium. She told us about the green monster. I believe it's 70 feet high and very, very wide. You know about the green monster because anytime you've seen someone play in Fenway Park, they try to hit a home run or it's, well, if they can hit a home run over the green monster, it's pretty epic. Uh, incidentally, two days after we were there, uh, there was a home run hit. I believe it was by Stanton of the Yankees uh, hit a home run over the Green Monster. 
Well, that green monster was originally constructed, she told us, so that there wouldn't be so many smashed windshields of a car dealership that many decades ago was right behind Fenway Park. And so they built this big wall thinking that people couldn't hit the home runs over it and it wouldn't smash any more windshields and the owner of the Red Sox at the time wouldn't have to pay so much money. We learned that the Red Sox had the first female owner in the history of Major League Baseball and it might have been of all sports. And that was a couple decades back. We learned some other things too. We learned uh, how they practiced the national anthem hours before the game because while we were there, the lady who was going to perform that night uh, belted out two or three renditions of the national anthem. Additionally, uh, boy, we found out that there's a garden on top of um, Fenway. And by the way, did you know that Fenway is named Fenway because where that park was located was kind of the bogs or the swampy area 100 plus years ago. And so it was really cheap land. And now it's considered one of the prime areas of Boston. Well, we found out that this little garden that they've put that there a few years back, it's a pretty cool thing. We've we checked out all the different places they sell food, which prepared us later for that night when we came back to watch the Yankees and Red Sox play. We got an opportunity to see, I believe, one of the best sports museums I've ever seen. The Red Sox have their own museum attached to a restaurant. It's on the uh, southwest part of the, the, um, of the, the building. And I was in awe. They had maybe 10 baseballs there, all autographed from their World Series and different games. One of the, the baseballs I looked at, just the name stood out immediately. Mickey Mantle had signed one of the baseballs along with the rest of his team members. Another baseball had Tommy Lasorda's signature on it. So it wasn't just Red Sox paraphernalia. It was from other teams they played and different things. They had jerseys and not just jerseys, but jerseys and stories and write-ups and all kinds of um, iconic uh, sports memorabilia from many of their players. Matter of fact, if you didn't know a thing about Red Sox, and we had Googled a top 10 or 20 players from their history and studied them a little bit before we went there, but going through this museum, you'd find out what happened, uh, you know, when did their first, I guess, uh, what, one of their best pitchers in the 80s who, who played with them for many years, what was, uh, what was so famous about his best game? How many people did he strike out? Uh, you know, when did he retire and what was his jersey number and, all the, number and all these things? It was absolutely fascinating. The tour of Fenway Park was amazing, but that night when we came back, we learned some other things. You might not want those 87-year-old seats. <laughs> They're very cramped if you're over six feet tall. Your knees will hit the people in front of you until they move, hopefully, or leave at the third or fourth inning, and then you can stretch out a little bit. We found out that in Fenway Park, people like to grab whatever seats are available or open, not necessarily the ones that are listed on their ticket. So you need to be a little bit careful that you don't leave your seat open for an inning or two because someone will probably come and grab it and then you got to ask them to leave. We found out that uh, going on rivalry day can be a lot of fun. We saw a young man that got really upset that his team, the Red Sox, got beat that night. And so he decided to try to beat up other Yankees fans. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. Uh, all kinds of interesting things we saw. And by the way, if you're looking for food at Fenway Park, the crab roll is one that two of my brothers-in-law tried. They're about 30 bucks plus a piece. A little pricey, and I was told that mm, probably not worth the cost. Um, you can get them throughout the city as well. But then again, just for that experience to have them in the park, you might want to pay that money. Uh, we also had some frozen lemonade, which was amazing. Um, of course, having some hot dogs there. It's not so much bratwurst as uh, I believe it was the Italian sausage 
dogs that uh, were in abundance there as well. Food was really good. I'd still say the LA Dodgers food. Um, the way that they do their food there is, I think, a little bit better. But uh, it's different. The Red Sox food is is East Coast and, and uh, the Dodgers food more West Coast. If you get a chance to go to Fenway Park, though, you won't regret it. Out of all the things we did over four or five days, Fenway Park was arguably one of the top on our list. I hope you get to get, get a chance to go to Fenway Park in Boston, Massachusetts. Bon voyage.